Listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music, music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. That couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? You've got questions. I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. I can hardly remember when I first read about the drummer from Def Leppard being a spiritual kind of guy. But I know I never forgot it. So the day we met and sat by the river, I could tell our collective search for more was similar. Do you know how many people would let a little old thing like losing an arm get to them? And he beat it. This was recorded alongside the Grand River in Michigan on August 15th, 2008. Yeah, I hope there's a. I think there's a better way to live, and I, I think you've you've found some light in your life. So yeah, for sure, that's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to tell you what I what I've done today, and 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 I don't even know how this will make you feel, but um, but I I chose to go this morning just using my right arm. Hmm. That is so not easy. I mean, and, and I don't know that the world is 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 created for for you. Computers, typing phone tying your shoes things like that i mean things that i so take for granted rick that i i'm almost sorry to say it you know i'm almost sorry to say that i take that kind of stuff for granted you know that's that's a that's a really good point you bring up but uh um just recently i was sitting talking with uh with a bunch of uh, uh troops and uh one of the things that came to mind was uh, celebrating uh, uniqueness. And I think that's one of the things that sometimes we forget. Uh, we compare ourselves to, uh, to other people. And in my case, you know, I compare myself to uh, normally to two-armed people, or uh, I have. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's great to really... Um, it's very uh, freeing uh, to uh, to realize that there are things that I can do that are totally unique um, mm-hmm. that nobody else can really that, that you know that people can't do them exactly the way that I do but then you could say that about everybody we're all unique we have a, a, a unique spin on on everything that we do but I think it's uh, it's in the awareness of how we do it uh, as opposed to uh, comparison, and then when you can when you can really celebrate that uniqueness, then you can truly be free in what you in what you do, and and really celebrate how you do it. Is that a struggle of the human spirit, real trying to um, 
become aware of it rather than comparing it? I think the awareness is 90% of the battle. Um, once you're aware of something, even if you even if you keep doing it, you know, the same old way, the awareness of it is really the first steps towards uh, uh, change and, and liberation, you know. And, and then you really start to experience it as opposed to analyze it. So when did you become aware? Ah. It's it's a it's a daily thing, um, you know. Just walking down the street, uh, doing anything, um, and being aware of how you do it. Um, are you doing it because you just want to get through it, or are you experiencing it? Yeah, that's you know. I rode my bike, and by the way, I didn't ride my bike with one hand. <laughs> I was afraid to. That's one thing I was totally afraid to do. But um, but yeah, I was riding my bike uh, the other day, and I went on a quite a long bike ride, and I was kind of counting the miles, and finally I went, okay, I need to get to here. And when I switched from um, getting to a place of, okay, one more mile, one more mile, one more mile, and I decided, okay, I need to get, you know, I didn't even care how far it was. I knew what my destination point was. All of a sudden, I, my ride became different, and I started yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. 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 So you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and, and I think it's hard for people to appreciate the journey. You know, because they're so caught up in the minutia of life, you know? I mean, I know, is I that know, what you've sensed? Know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's one of the reasons why I play music is really to, um, to get out of my head and really uh, get into my heart. Once I'm in my heart, then I, I'm truly in the experience, you know? If I'm in my head, then, you know, I just I analyze it. And then, you know, you know, it is when the, when the committee wake up every day, you know, and your head starts going, you know, then um, I think sometimes it, it really, uh, it stops you in your tracks. Mm. You know, it's, um, you know, any form of uh, either prayer or uh, mantra or music or art or, or really any endeavor, um, no matter what it is. If you truly, if you truly embrace it, then you really do experience it, mm. as opposed to just kind of, um, you know, going from one thing to another. It's um, it's a constant. It's um, you know, it's a series of, of experiences. So you so you recognize and, and understand a lot of this now. When you were going through it at first, and you were really pissed, and and from what I read, you know, going through some serious dark places in your life how, how'd you crawl out of there you know how did you crawl out of those dark places to the place you're at now I mean I, I, I guess I don't think it's a you know one day you woke up and went ah yes I'm gonna I'm gonna let the light shine in my life and I'm gonna I'm gonna let it shine on me and through me and out of me and all that stuff or or was it um, it's, a, it's a good question. Like I say, it's a, it's a daily thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't, I don't necessarily think that it, it all comes at once, but it's just um, a gradual uh, awakening. And um, I look at other people. Um, I look at what other people go through in their lives. People really inspire me, you know. Um, I see what other people go through. And really, at the end of the day, what do we have but our life experience and really to, to share that? And if we can truly share that with, uh, with other people, um, 
and and really tell the story from our hearts then it's very it's very convincing it's very believable as opposed to reading it from a textbook and saying well look it says here that it works <laughs> as opposed to you know actually actually saying it or, or or telling the story from your own personal perspective and you count on other people for that whether you know them or not you can you can find inspiration i see that i see that everywhere you know uh, and it's not just people it's it's everything you know whether whether it's a bird flying by or you know somebody somebody walking and talking on the phone um you know having a uh, having a conversation with somebody else or you know just i think you find it everywhere you know it's um I think when people say, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm I'm sick of that, or I'm bored, or whatever," there's really there's really no such thing. There's inspiration everywhere. You know, look at the guy running over the bridge there. You know, you know why is he doing that? And is is that because you think there's a spirit that runs through everything? Is Abs- it a spiritual ab- thing? Ab- absolutely. There's a life force. You know, there's a life force that runs through everything. And I think if you can, uh, you know, if you can, if you can dig a little deeper and find that, then I think you'll find inspiration in everything. God, I wish there was more people who, who would dig a little deeper and try to find and try to sense it and try to allow the breeze that's coming across our face right here to go, wow, <laughs> life is good. You know what I mean? Rather than... It's true. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in dominant frequencies as well. You know, sitting in front of a river. Um, standing in front of an ocean um, in the in the in the thick of a forest you know um, all of a sudden that frequency takes over that experience takes over and takes you away from whatever whatever really trivial things you were or we get caught up in and I think that's a that's Mm. a you know it's um it's it's a killer you know to, to, to get caught up in our own heads um, but I know it's very convincing and the emotional responses that we go through are very convincing but really they're not they're not they're not very real so will you will you go find those places where dominant frequencies exist to find yeah peace? I mean if I'm if I'm if I'm feeling you know if I'm feeling down or whatever then you know I'll um, I'll call somebody that, uh, that 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 I love, or um, I'll go, you know, sit in, in a place where um, the frequency is 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 more uh, is more dominant than you know the thoughts or, or feelings that I'm going through, and all of a sudden I come out of it. Mm. You know, not not all of us have that opportunity, but we definitely get caught up in the system. You know, it get, it gets a little busy for us. I think we all have the opportunity, but I think fear stops us from even taking that time to to find the center, the the the, the life force, the <laughs> the distraction from what it is. You know that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've created so many distractions in this world. Um, you know, my my cell phone now. I don't even turn the thing off. 
you know <laughs> um, they figured out a way to where you don't turn it off anymore you know because it's an alarm clock it's uh, oh, right, it's right. email it's uh, you know it's everything um, so I think uh, I think that's one of the things that takes us away from ourselves from our true selves are really the distractions around us but we keep creating more of them well and, and we keep creating more of them because at least for the most part I've, I've been trying to think about you know the, the everything that we create or we invent in the world all of a sudden it has a bottom line and they want to mass produce and they want us to but but I think the I think there, the original germ of the idea was how can I make an area of life better you know, I mean, it, it, you think about the cell phone. I mean, God, what a great thing that I'm not, that I can actually communicate while I'm on the road and, and, and more, it's easier or whatever. But now sometimes it's a trap, you know? Yeah. And, it's to be uh, a trap. And I, yeah. I think at the end of the day, we have to realize that we can turn, we can turn them off. It's just an illusion, you know, uh, thinking that you have to leave the thing turned on all the time because it's your lifeline. You know, sometimes it's nice to just uh, switch all of that stuff off and, and just, you know, just experience the things around you, experience people that love you and, um, you know, and just be. Do you think that's the part of the awareness of who you are rather than comparing who you are? Because... Like, I, I know the reason that I don't turn my cell phone off enough. I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. I'm afraid I'm going to miss an opportunity that, quote-unquote, somebody else is going to get. I understand. I yeah. think I think we get caught up in that a lot, you know, where we think we're going to miss something. We think we're going to miss something really important. But, uh, but really, all the important things are happening all the time. Um, but sometimes we're, uh, we're too caught up to, to catch the clues. You know, the clues are around us, everything, you know. It's, um, it's, a, it's a paradox, you know. Yeah, life is, life is that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're walking contradictions, all of us. You know, the things we do when we're in public versus the things we do when we're in private are sometimes completely, you know, completely contrary. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's, it's very odd, but, uh, but that is the, the human condition, you know, it's, um, it's opposites, both ends of the, 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 the scale, as it were, you know. Do you feel blessed that Def Leppard has worked out the way it has? Oh, man, I, w- I would never have thought in a million years that Def Leppard would ever go past the end of next week, you know, <laughs> um, and as a kid, that's how it was, you know, we were staying off the street corners and and really just having a having a blast you know that rehearsal room was a godsend you know back in sheffield um but uh, but now it's it's become so much more and uh it evolves you know it grows it's uh, it's grown into something very special it becomes a a, a a vehicle you know for whatever your intentions are you know how do you want people to feel when you play music how do you want to feel when you play music? You know, um, I've often said, you know, if you see a miserable performer, at some point during that performance, you're going to feel miserable. <laughs> you know? But, you know, if the guy up there is having a blast and it's, it's truly sort of heartfelt, then I think you're going to walk away from that, uh, that performance actually feeling quite good about yourself. 
no matter the lyrical content, no matter the, I mean, is there, a, is there, I guess I've been to some shows where I sort of leave and I'm kind of going, and maybe because the person is miserable, maybe that's what I'm missing. Because, you know, I think a lot, I guess as I read through so many lyrics, I, sometimes I actually feel sorry for the, for the person who's writing them because it feels like there's such a, a place of, I don't want to say terrible. No, people get, people are tormented, you know? Yeah, Um, that's a good word. That's a But you know, they're, 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 so many connect with that and that's, you know what I mean? Because when, when, when bands are in that sort of angry, tormented place that, and then you, and then you see all of a sudden, you know, they're selling out arenas. I'm going, people, are you, are you all, are you, is that how many people in the world are in this kind of a stuck place? I think so. I think so. You know, I think, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are stuck. I get stuck sometimes. We all get stuck. But, um, you know, just because you listen to one particular song with the lyrical content on, you know, on one particular day doesn't mean to say you have to stay there. But uh, I guess it's good to experience um, extremes, you know. Um, It's not wrong to listen to something that's got a, a, a negative content. But, you know, it's not necessarily uh, it's not necessarily carved in stone. You know, it's uh, it's okay to go listen to um, a piece of classical music or, you know, um, some sort of uh, transformational piece like, you know, like a, um, I don't know, like a mantra. That's the beautiful thing about life is we've got choices. You know, we can choose whatever we want. So before you go on each night, you you meditate, you you say a prayer, you... You yeah. do what? I, I that's exactly what I do. I uh, you know I I, uh, I set my intention. Um, how do I want people to feel? How do I want want to feel while I'm playing the music? And um, I think it works. It's very. It, it sounds very simple, but you know while I'm playing, I want people to feel joy. I want people to um, you know to have an awareness about themselves and. Um, it works. You know, people walk out of there feeling really good about about life. You know, hopefully they take that experience with them and, and do something with it. You know, because sometimes I think a lot of the awakenings really come through our own suffering. Really? Yeah. To truly appreciate um, a, a, an awakening, as it were, I think if it comes through suffering, then it registers. So can you appreciate the suffering you've had, you've gone through and that you will go through? Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I would be a completely different person. I don't know whether I'd even be here if I hadn't have gone through what I went through, you know, because I was, I was so caught up. But, um, you know, going through something as traumatic as what I went through, um, it changes you. Uh, You experience parts of yourself that you seldom, seldom experience. You know, some people say to me, they'll say, well, I don't know what I would have done if I'd have gone through what you went through. And I say, well, neither did I. (laughs) That's the beautiful thing about the human spirit. It's, uh, It's the strongest thing I know. Because, you know, you can go through things and come out the other end a completely different person. 
Yeah, I guess we all have to kind of go through the meat grinder, whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. You know? What'd your parents go through? Oh, man. I think uh, I think they probably went through a, a more of a sense of loss. It was almost like a death in the family. Hmm. You know, it was uh, it was very uh, it was very hard. But my mother was a rock. She really she really stepped up. You know, she uh, you know she she became a warrior. <laughs> you know, she uh, she really wanted to see me succeed. And I think in many ways, you know, my parents they. Uh, uh, they experienced parts of themselves um, that they'd never experienced before, you know. So, uh, so in that way, sometimes suffering can lead to it can lead to a, a, a kind of a joy, a kind of a, a, an appreciation, a gratitude, a gratitude, you know, of just to be grateful for being here for life. You know, the, 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 the simple things become very meaningful. Are they still around? Yeah. yeah. Do they live? Do they still live in uh, where you grew up? or, or uh, Close to. Oh, okay. Yeah, they still live in Sheffield. Yeah. Are, were they workers? Did they grow up? Was your mom home and your dad was working? or? Yeah, my mom, she worked at a printing company. And uh, my dad, uh, we had a, a family uh, a steel business. I remember uh, visiting the, the steel yard as a kid. Um, so it was real kind of working class, you know. Mm. Real simple, humble seen those, sort of beginnings. Have you seen those steel prices the last few years go up and down and all that? Well, you know. It's crazy. We... we you know the English. We sold all the technology to uh, you know to other places, uh, which was very short-sighted. I guess it made them a profit, you know, in the in the short term. But but right. really, you know, nobody was nobody was looking long term, and uh, a lot of the the heavy steel has really left uh, Sheffield, which is very sad. Hmm. You know, and I'm sure that's happened in parts of America, you know, like Pittsburgh or, you know, some of the, some of the big, uh, the big steel producers, you know? Um, so it's, uh, it's very sad. I mean, I guess no matter where you're at, whether you're the CEO or you're an in industry, I mean, we all have short-sighted, well, and I shouldn't say we all do, but many people or, or many of us have that short-sighted way about us. And I, hey, the music industry is probably the best example beyond that, you know? I mean, we can throw Britney Spears out there for a few years and people can make a gazillion dollars and at the end of the day, you know, she's there's nothing lasting there that at least at this point, you know what I mean? She that she was such a product. I know I know what you mean. Um I think the computer age brought brought that about to a certain degree. You know, if you don't get to where you want to go within a click or two, then it's out of here. Like, I, I can't be bothered with it, you know, yeah. move on to the next website. Um, you know, a lot of things have become very throwaway. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why a band like Def Leppard are still around, is because it's, um, it's the real deal. We've been around for 30 years, right. and between us, we've got a lot of life experience, and I think people want to, they, they want to bask in that, you know? Hmm. Well, did you guys worry about that, or were you too young at the time when, oh man, I hope we're not, you know, two records and done, or were you, or were you thinking, okay, you know what, I, w- I want to be here in 30 years, I want to come back to the same city, or whatever, you know, and I want to make this 
my life? Or are you just too young to recognize it then? We were too too young to recognize it, but Joe, over the years, you know, at the end of the show, he says, you know, don't forget us because we won't forget you. And I think that registers deeper and deeper and deeper every time he says it, because really that's the truth, you know. Um, if there's a if there's a if there's an appreciation for something, mm. then obviously you want to come back and do it again. Mm. Are you are you still searching for? I don't want to say a religion, but are you are you actually a ser- a searching soul for something that that resonates complete truth, rather than say, okay, I'm a Christian, I'm a I'm a Muslim, I'm a whatever, you know what I mean? It's all there. All the information, everything we'll ever need to know is wrapped up in every single belief system there is. Um, I, I just think that the human spin on things wrecks it. You know, if I have an experience and I try and explain it to you, you might say, well, that's unbelievable. I'll say, well, it might sound that way to you, but I went through it and I really, it was very believable for me. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it comes out of my mouth and it, and it reaches your ears, that's where things change. Um, you know, all our senses really, they're not receivers, they're projectors. Think about that. Because, I don't know because, if I can. <laughs> because we experience things through a filtration system based on our life experience. They are not receivers. They're projectors. We project. We see, we see the river, and instead of like a, a, a baby, just, just experience the river without a... It doesn't even have a name. We mm-hmm. give it a label. It's a river. Mm-hmm. And then the river brings up um, memories of past experience. Like, oh, man, I remember that time I was, you know, right, I was, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everything's a little tainted. So, and why, why do you think we do that as human beings? Is there, is there, is there why do we need to, why do we need to make an order out of something that, that probably doesn't deserve that label you know what i mean because the 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 the, this whole thing is is really is really chaotic it's it's chaos so that's the way we try to make sense of it i think so yeah i always wondered i remember being a kid in church and i would always look at pictures of jesus because my parents made me go to church and i would want to not pay attention but I'd always go, why do we need a picture? And then after a while, I started going, I don't think some people can believe that there's more out there unless they have a human figure. You know what I mean? I wonder, you know, and that's the way they're able to make sense of it because I, 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 my, my latest thing is I think we all have a different level of, of a, a different level of the sense or the, or, or the opportunity of the sense of whatever the spirit is out there. You know, you have you you have a realization of this. I have a realization of this. Somebody over here, but but somehow it's all it will all lead to what I hope is the truth. I think it'll all lead to greatness. I think we're just we're just all at, at different different stages in in our development. You know, um, but ultimately we all need each other to 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 make make sense of all of this. We're all we're all pu- pieces of the same puzzle. You know. Yeah, and, and 
and it's funny that that the, the thing that theoretically is here to to help us feel all all a piece of the puzzle sometimes drives us as far apart as anything you know isn't that amazing <laughs> is that the paradox but you were talking about that earlier is that is the perfect paradox you know yeah man well i love i love what you're doing with the one hand drum company yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Um, I mean, you know, the Raven Drum Company, One Hand Drum Company, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all pointing in the same direction. It's, it's, all, it's all about, you know, helping people, really. Um, like I said before, you know, if I can share my life experience and inspire others with that life experience, then, then I feel as though I've done something really good. You're raising money through it, though, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it, to go where? Um, really, a lot of the endeavors that Raven Drum uh, have embarked upon over the years. And right now, we're working with, uh, with, with troops um, and people coming out of, uh, out of war zones. And, uh, that, with, that's, with any disability? With any disability. Mm. It's like I always say, we're all traumatized, just some of us are, some of us are more traumatized than yeah. others. Yeah. So, um, you know, a certain kind of therapy that might work for me might not, not necessarily work for you. Uh, but a combination of those therapies uh, might well work. Is there a, a Native American um, tangent to this is tension a word? I'm not sure. I don't know. But but is is there because I, when I saw the 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 visual at the very top of the Raven Drum Company website, yeah, just looked a little Native American. Is or is it? All the Earth-based philosophies are fantastic for that. You know, whether it be Africa, mm. Australia, New Zealand, here. You know, um, all the Earth-based philosophies are fantastic because it's all it's all based around things that we see and experience every single day. And we've found that that drumming and movement um, in a group. Uh, really helps everybody. Uh, going back to what I was saying about dominant frequencies, you know, you, you, you sit in a, in a group uh, and everybody's drumming, all of a sudden you feel like a part of something bigger than yourself. And you're not afraid anymore. Uh, people that say that they can't play, they don't have a, 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 you know, an ounce of rhythm in their bodies, all of a sudden break out and, and just start and just start playing uh, you know things that they would never they would never do if they were just sitting there on their own mm -hmm. you know so um, so drumming is, is is fantastic for that it's a very ancient form first form of communication um, it was the first form of communication well you know guttural sounds body slaps yeah um and then you know taking that outside of yourself you know picking up a a, a seed pod or a, you know a stick and whacking it against a, a, a you know mm -hmm. a trunk of a tree or whatever you know it's uh, it all led us to really human interaction yeah, and when you said the first, I, I was just trying to put it together that when, you know, the first form of communications, because, I mean, I'm just thinking about history class in, in, in high school and whatnot, that, you know, there would be a certain drum beat that would be, that would warn other tribes of whatever is coming and whatnot. So, I mean, it's almost the first way for us to, it's the first cell phone, really, to say, okay, from a while, from a ways away, they can actually hear. Yeah, I mean, think about it, even, even I mean... You know, the first rhythm we ever heard was our mother's heartbeat. Yeah. 
you know and and that in itself you know when people say oh i don't have a, i don't have any rhythm yeah we all do we're rhythmic beings well i'm sure i can't sing i still <laughs> might, I might have some rhythm but i know i i damn well can't sing or at least my wife tells me i can't fantastic so i'm glad you don't have some sort of singing thing going on because i'm sure i can beat on something oh it's, it's yeah it's fun <laughs> it's really fun and that's the whole idea behind it is to really again get out of your head and 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 just and just play you know and just be in your heart tell me about Thich Nhat Hanh he's uh he's a Buddhist monk and uh, just some of his uh, his his writings his teachings have just really helped me uh, you were talking about you know the wind coming across your face um you know his whole thing is you know to be in the experience um to experience life you know um, he was uh, he was involved in a lot of the negotiations when America were coming out of uh, Vietnam, and um, he's been around for a long time. And uh, you know, my take on it is probably completely different to somebody else's. What I mm-hmm. get from his teachings, his writings, uh, is going to be different to, to anybody else. But uh, but I, I would recommend that, uh, that that you know people get to know him. Uh, well, I love I love the line that I, I can make a difference here. I, I think I think that's what we all think, and I, and whenever that gets squashed, I think that's when hopelessness sort of starts prevailing in people's lives. You know, when when they when they when they think that they no longer can make a dent, that's a sad place to be. Yeah, you know, that is. And it's it a like really good the point. Message, you know, that is the that is the message, and it, it sounds very simple. But sometimes the most uh, the most satisfying, gratifying things in life are, are really very simple. You know, it's just it's just a matter of finding them. Playing with um, Krishna Das. Oh yeah, Krishna Das. Playing with him, you don't feel like a nutcase anymore. No, I guess because I get I, I guess that only leads me to believe that prior to that moment, <laughs> you felt like you know, that something wasn't right in you when when, uh, when it feels like I've only been playing for half an hour and I look at the clock and it's three hours later then I, I, I realize that um, you know I was truly in the moment hmm. when did you realize it was a gift when did you realize hitting things was a gift <laughs> When did your mother realize hitting things was a gift? I maybe that's a different question oh, entirely. Many, but you know, many years ago, many years ago, when I was, uh, I must have been like nine or ten. Um, you know, the, the Salvation Army band would be going down the street on a on a Sunday morning, and I couldn't believe that they, you know, they could play drums that loudly out in public. You know what I mean? It was fantastic. So I'd walk down the street next to the guy with the big bass drum, and I think that was the first time I really felt I really felt that uh, in me really that rhythm in me and I wanted to do it so why didn't you just end up in a marching band (laughs) why come you're just not in drum corps or something no I mean uh, doing a drum circle is is basically that role you know I hold the whole thing together you know I sit there with a kick drum and a hi-hat and uh, you know it's it's my job to kind of ground the whole thing and 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 really help people into that experience so talk to me about the the power of should I, is it right when I say the power of healing touch or the healing power of touch? I mean, I think both both work. Both work. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether it be as simple as uh, as massage. Again, you know, a massage therapist has a, an intention, and I think that intent goes a long way. The intangible, 
the things we can't necessarily explain. Um, what happens when one person touches another person and um, how the intent is translated into a form of healing. Can, can you tell when somebody's intention is good? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the toughest thing that I I guess do you have to be in person with that do you have to be in in the space with that person or can you feel it through your iPod can you feel it through you can feel it you can feel it from thousands of miles away it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter you know it's um, you know just a just a a, a a loving sort of feeling toward another human being I think uh I think transcends everything. Well, I, I'm thinking of interviews I've 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 read or, or heard with directors or movie stars or something about you know some movie that just completely touched me, moved me. I'm in tears. I just think, oh my god, this is going to change the world. You know, yeah, you know what? It's just my job for that. You know, two and a half months. <laughs> I started going like, wasn't that meaning? You know, I, I just because some, sometimes it's a job. And maybe that's the gift that they have and they don't recognize their intention yet. I don't know. I mean, we all have good and bad intention, you know. Um, it's, um, it's uh, I think it's hard to always be in, 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 in the right place, in the right headspace. Um, I think that's why it's so important to do things that get us into our heart center because when I think I think when we when we do things from our heart center I think then we don't have any choice but to do it for the right reasons so for you to get in touch with your heart center do you have to get quiet do you have to be alone no. or is it something you can now get to fairly no, quickly I, I, I mean I mean I'm in that place now you know I mean just talking to you it's uh, you know I'm very I'm very grateful that that I can share you know mm -hmm. some of my uh some of my experience and, and, and talk with you about it because hopefully this can inspire other people that listen to it and that's really my intent hey talk to me about your wife ah she's fantastic and she's um, a massage therapist um, when I first met her, yeah. um, she surprises me all the time. I mean, she's the, the most incredible songwriter, uh, the most beautiful human being, and you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just very thankful that I, uh, that I, that I met with her. Is that how you met her at, 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 um, at a a, an appointment for? Yeah, a friend, a friend of mine uh, said, oh, you, you know, you, I want you to get work done. You know, uh, I want you to." Uh, work with this massage therapist and um, you know right there and then it was like I felt like I knew her mm. is, is, is that is that just the definition of soulmate is that what it is is that if it, if it isn't then it was, <laughs> yeah. it was it was or it is very convincing to me you know um, you know I mean just uh, just having the opportunity to work with her um, with her music you know, I mean, that was the first time I've I've, I've really been given the opportunity to uh, to produce something. You know. Oh, you produced it? Yeah, oh, I nice. I uh, we put we put together a song, uh, a ten song um, CD, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it was it was my opportunity to really um, be in a completely different role to what I'm used to. You know, I'm 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 used to playing drums and you know doing the best that I can with that. But then everything came down on me. It was my responsibility to make this thing sound uh, as good as it possibly could, because I knew that if I didn't, it was going to come down on me. 
So uh, it was a, it was a new obsession, and I really really enjoyed uh, producing you know the Freedom Sessions. So you were Rick Mutt Allen. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know I realized that I learned so much from working with Matt Lang. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's actually available. You can get it. I think it's up on uh, it's up on iTunes, uh, or you or you can go to laurenmonroe.com and uh, you know listen to uh, Lauren and listen to uh, my take on what I what I what I thought it should sound like. Well, I was intrigued because I went to the website and I was intrigued by. Um, well, I, I guess I'm intrigued by you know what her intention is with it, right? And and what and and her lyrics and whatnot. How do you feel differently playing that than playing "Pour Sugar on Pour Some Sugar on Me"? I mean, how how is it? Is is there a difference, or no. are you just part of the of of the of what the song is? No, I'm I'm a part of what the song is, you know. And and those things evolve, you know. Uh, what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling when I'm sitting there playing "Pour Some Sugar on Me" is probably quite different, you know, now than what it was, you know, ten, twenty, thirty years ago. Um, but uh, I think I think it's I think it all it all sort of uh, it's all come it all comes from the same place. You know, the intent is the same. Well, but I, I guess what, and I, I mean no disrespect to that song or, or you guys, but I guess when I, when I hear Lauren's work or uh, other work that, you know, that I really try to focus in on, on listening and, and the rock on purpose, as I usually say, because I want to th- hope to think there's purpose behind it. I guess maybe I'm just not recognizing the purpose behind it because like you said, you just want people to leave with joy. Yeah. Right? That you're yeah. just trying to find that place where maybe the intention is just different with Lauren's music because it's more um it's more recognized by someone like me that okay, she really is trying to with the lyrics, with the whole feel of it, she really is trying to touch me at a deeper at a deeper place. I I think so. I think it's it's uh, it's clearer. I think the message is clearer. Uh, with with Lauren's music, um, well, the message is pretty clear with "Pour Some Sugar on Me." But <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is. But then you know, right. uh, the thing that isn't always clear is the the intention behind it, how you want people to feel, you know, when they when they listen to it, and and I think that uh, becomes more apparent in in Lauren's music. Thanks so much for the time, man. I just can't. No tell you, problem, man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate what right, you've man. done in this world because it's thank you. It's it, nobody has an easy life. No, and I appreciate None of people us. who say hey, I didn't have an easy life, but I waded through it. Yeah, you know, and that's a tough thing to do. So, cool. What'd you think? Is he, he real, man? He's so real and great at being a human being, living a life that he probably never imagined, and making the most of it. Now, now, and now. I love that. Yeah.
Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks, questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. <laughs>